You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 401 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another Cooperative Multiplayer Live, the official 401 Game Zone podcast. And I am your host, Sean Garmer, and with me today is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, it's been a little while. Um, uh, thank you to everybody who listened to the previous show. Y'all helped us out a ton in making it the most listened to show that we've ever had. So, thank you for that. Probably had something to do with Star Wars being in the name there somewhere on YouTube. But, hey, at least we had a good conversation about it. And we'll, we'll get into a little bit about Star Wars stuff since there was things to show off and... Also, a lot of records that Star Wars has broken since the last time that we've been on here. Um, there's also gaming stuff to talk about uh, since, you know, key, there's been big rumors flying around about, once again, Nintendo NX, about Assassin's Creed, about other things uh, that are going on. Uh, release games getting delayed. Of course, that always seems like we can't even get into 2016. We're already hearing about games going to 2017. This is crazy. Uh, but, alright, so, I mean, where where do you want to start here? You want to start with your uh, beloved Assassin's Creed and go from there? Or? Sure. It's got my computer back, though, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you know, now you can play your Steam stuff again. And, and I will. I've been playing a lot of... Uh, Action Hank. It's like this online. It's like this uh, endless runner type of game, but it's set in a kid's like be, like uh, bedroom. Ah. So it's kind of like Toy Story esque almost. But the whole character, like, it's funny because they show a commercial for him in the beginning. He's like this like buff action hero looking dude, and then the figure is like fat and o- like overweight and like just just all like I used to be good. What happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> nice. but, but his only moves are uh, some levels have a hook shot which is pretty useful but his big move is he can butt slide down like the little tracks which makes you get like a lot more speed than just running by itself nice uh, aside from that I've been playing Destiny Rebel Galaxy and that's about it really so how do you how do you like Destiny uh, I kind of don't like it's it's fine. Like as a shooter, it's okay, but there's just not that much shooting in it. And it keep like I got the legendary king or taking king legendary edition, and right. that's my first time playing. It and they just dump you into it, so it's like yeah, there are, is no context to what you are doing at all. <laughs> so it's like here are thirteen currencies. Like I got two hundred silver, and I was like, what is this? Uh you know, it's fine as a shooter. I think I'm playing a Warlock. Uh, I'm, like, level 14, I want to say. That's what I was. To, that's the one that lets you, lets you use magic and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I still got that, like, stupid, uh, like, cube of light or whatever they call it to get, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, their level boost item to get you to 25, so 
once I get this guy up to like level 40, I'll probably use that in like a different class just to mess around with it. I mean, it's fine as a shooter, but there's just not that much shooting in it, it seems like. And yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Hey, yeah, there's this, like, uh, that's there's what's this. weird. Like, the, what I didn't like about it is that it's a lot of the same thing over, yeah, at I, least with the first one. I, ne- I mean, I never played Taken King, so I don't know, but it's a lot of the same Well, Taken King is all just, like, like, endgame content, so it's probably, it's, like, I think they intersperse, like, some, like, small elements. Like, I'm fighting occasional, like, dark forces or Taken forces, and they're, like, harder, but it's most of the same stuff, and combat is just kind of dead simple like zoom in on the head and shoot <laughs> yeah well i mean i don't know and what lo- what uh difficulty are you playing it at just normal okay i did do a, a like dungeon and that was kind of challenging but that was about it i do in parts where i die because i'd get into a certain section where you'd have to run up and and try to get into this little like enclosed area, and then uh, then you had to fight off a bunch of these waves of guys, and you'd run. Yeah, I would run those... out of ammo, and that's what would happen. <laughs> yeah, ammo is kind of weird because you can't. I don't think you can buy it. It's just coming out of drops. So yeah. it's like, well, if you're out of ammo and you killed everyone, but they don't drop ammo, you're kind of screwed. You, had, Ex- kinda, you just got to hit them, and t- you got to hit them with your melee weapon attack, and hope they drop something. That's exactly what would happen to me. I'm like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, I feel like I've been playing this game for like 20 minutes and no ammo. Like, what the yeah. hell? The big one is like heavy ammo for like the rocket launcher. It's like, it barely drops. <laughs> and I would buy it if I could, but I guess I can't. Yeah, have to. That doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I get that they, I guess they want to give you this feeling of, you know, oh, whoops, you might have some difficulty because, you know, the ammo's not dropping, but I don't know. I guess there could be another way where you could have difficulty in the the game yeah. and not make it be where it's a problem for you to kill things. No, uh, Nolan North has an okay job, though. Yeah, I, I remember uh, freaking, uh, why can't I remember his name right now? The, Little dude. Uh, yes. <laughs> The one from Game of Thrones. I'm gonna, it's, people are gonna kill me later. <laughs> like, how the hell do you not know this guy's name? Uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he looked like, he sounded like he was so bored doing it. I yeah, like, like, that's a bad idea, trying to cast him. Like, he has a good voice, like, he has a good voice. But if they're trying to make, like, more content, like, Get a voice actor to do it because they're going to be a lot cheaper and more available. Like you're not going to have like, don't they film Game of Thrones in like the Czech Republic or somewhere out in Europe? Yeah, like Ireland sometimes. Yeah, Czech Republic. You know, it's whatever. like, hey, we need you to we need you to do, do the voice, uh, the ghost to the uh, the voice of the ghost to do a raid real quick. It's like, no, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm getting paid way more from this over here than I. Yeah, it's like. Pay me another hundred grand, and I'll maybe show up on a Skype line. <laughs> that's that's all. That's my problem with like all the uh, most of the Lego movie or Lego games now is like they're pretty voice acting. Oh really? Just they have. I mean, I haven't played one for a while, so 
they have bad Apple voice acting now? Uh, well, like, Lego, the big ones I noticed are, like, Lego uh, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World and, like, the Lego movie. Like, for cinematics, they use, like, the actual in-movie footage or, like, you know, the dialogue from it. But when it's in the game, it's just this sound of, like, that sounds bad. Jeez. Bad uh, And it's like, you know, most of these people, most of the actors aren't dead and aren't doing a ton. So it wouldn't be that much. I don't think it would be that much to get him back. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, like, like, like a movie, like Chris Evans, or uh, what is his name? Chris Pratt. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think he, he seems like an okay guy. Like just pay him 20 grand or 30 grand. I mean, it's like a day of work for him. Maybe two. It's like, who cares? Right. I mean... And he can, he can show up wearing, like, flip-flops, boxers, and that's it. Like, he doesn't have to, like, you know, dress up or be in a makeup chair for three hours or anything. It's just doing voice work for eight hours. Like, that's a be- I think that's better. <laughs> and he seems like a guy that would be pretty into it or yeah. whatever, you know. I've also been playing Amplify. How is that? I know you didn't have... You said that the reviews weren't kind to it last time, but yeah, uh, they're still pretty average. Uh, so I was actually joking with Adam about it because, like, Amplitude this this game has a story. Oh wow! Does not need one. <laughs> I mean, is it this... uh interesting story? <laughs> no, because basically, like. I think her name is Beth. This woman, Beth, is in a coma, and they're using, like, the, this amplitude machine to, like, if you make the music good, it'll bring her out of the coma. Oh, and it's like... Okay. All right. I guess they're giving you a goal uh, and, there. And it's just done all... all it's just all told, like, during voiceovers. Like, so it's really badly explained. And I was joking with him. I'm like, so is the end goal or is the end movie going to be like you healed Beth and then and then like Abstergo put her back in the Animus to do more Assassin's Creed hunting? <laughs> I think that's how she got brain damage in the first place. <laughs> oh man, I... harmonics sometimes don't know what uh, you guys are thinking. I still don't like the soundtrack. Like, some songs are okay, but it's just too much techno. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense with that kind of game. Well, the old one didn't have that much techno in it. That's a thing. Well, probably because they want to differentiate Rock Band and Amplitude or whatever. and I don't know. They might have gone back and seen what got played and what didn't. and. I can tell you Blink-182 got played a lot in that old Amplitude game. <laughs> I, yeah, I just have a feeling it has to do with that. Like, they, they didn't want people I, complaining. I have, the feeling that, has, yeah, yeah. Well, I have a feeling it has to do with they didn't want to pay for, pay for music. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. I mean, especially when you're playing, like, U2 and Aerosmith and Van Halen money for Rock Band. You don't want to have to pay people for, other, you know, you're this other game that may not... May or may not play well with other music, you know. It's just, 
don't know. It, it might be the way they made the game, too. They didn't want to have to change what they did for other content. I mean, just, I don't know. It, it, I can kind of understand both well, sides of it. I, d- I doubt DLC is coming to this game. Like, there's no option for it or oh, no option, store or anything. No, so. it, it's, it's, it's not it's because... Like, this is going to be like this, these 30 songs and that's it. And that's kind of depressing in a way. <laughs> I think the only way is that for some reason it blows up because they did the same thing. That's why I, I was going to buy. I thought about maybe buying the Connect for the Fantasia game because uh, I heard that yeah, like okay. for kids it's great. But like the yeah. DLC just all of a sudden stopped and they didn't even say why or anything. Same thing with Dance Central. It, it just died. Yeah. that's what it, Yeah. It's like, well, the Connect is a failure in every, yeah. every level, so... Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, they were pretty much the only ones supporting the Connect like, ever. And so, I mean, that, when, you, when you're the only one doing that... And then even Microsoft doesn't do it anymore, so it's like... Well, that's all we got. Sorry. Yeah, it's like all we got. And then, even then, for Rock Band, apparently the PS4 got more crap this time than the Xbox did, and, you know, they're the ones that have been one of the champions of Xbox for like a long time, so, you know, it, it is what it is, but, uh, anything else did you, that you wanted to talk uh, about? Let's see, I downloaded Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate, the 2D one, Yeah. it's bad, don't play it, okay, uh, like it, I mean, it, is it there anything different in it besides Origins? Like, is it something that people that are big Batman Arkham fans need to play? Or? Uh, they got a really bad matchup for Batman, and it's 2D. Like, that's kind of interesting in a sense, but it's just not fun. Like, combat does not work in the 2D way, or 2D, you know, world. Ah. And, let's see. Rebel Galaxy is cool. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I mean. So, I still kind of didn't get the gist of what that was when I was listening to, like, Giant Bombcast or whatever. So, what people who have no idea what Rebel Galaxy is, what it is, is that? Uh, a science fiction game, like you're in space. Uh, it is basically Firefly. It is Firefly the game. Like, you can trade, go to different planets and trade, like, cargo. You can do bounty hunts uh, in space, or you can just do missions and stuff like that. But combat is all like Assassin's Creed Black Flag, like the ship combat. Mm. So it's all like broadsides uh, for like big ships, and then like the little ships you can get in like a little turret and like shoot down like fighters. Okay. And it has a good soundtrack to it. Yeah, that's what I heard. The soundtrack is apparently, like, freaking awesome or something. Yeah. I downloaded a Contradiction also, but I haven't played that yet. <laughs> ah, that game. <laughs> that's the uh, FMV game, right? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Like, I saw them play it, and I know the interface is super janky, and that's all I kind of know about it. <laughs> I just saw some of that game, like, really? We went back to this. Okay. Yeah, people oh. like people do like F and B games, so Okay. Yeah, that's true. Somehow I mean that's you know the guitar hill thing seemed to work, so 
Um, Worked a little better than Rock Band. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like, I don't see that, like, the sales are doing much better than the other, but... Yeah. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rock Band decided to do its thing, and then the problem I heard Rock Band is a lot of the stuff that comes in with the new... Uh, you know, if you, like me, like, if you have the legacy stuff, it's great. If you're having to be brand new, a lot of the stuff came broken... Or they decided uh, they didn't allow enough time to get talking to Microsoft and Sony about doing firmware updates through Xbox and Sony, and they decided to do it through Mad Cats, which makes it really freaking annoying for you to uh, update your uh, your instruments to make them work if you don't have Bluetooth or you don't have your computer near your Xbox where you can stick a micro SD cable in it. Yeah, it's it, like, yeah. It, if the controller doesn't work, it's like, well, Bluetooth it up and update it. And it's like, what if you're not on Bluetooth? Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, some, some people don't have computers. If I had the old-ass XP computer that I was using and not this new one that didn't have Bluetooth, I'd be screwed, you know? So it's like, that doesn't really work for everybody, but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, I've just been, I've been having to do, uh, I'm still working on, on getting that Game Awards column together and all this, uh, stuff with this New Japan and WWE and all this crap that's been going on, the, you know, Wrestle Kingdom happened, so I was doing reviews for that, and so, uh, I've really gotta, these, I wish these people would stop deciding to use Facebook when I'm doing something. I keep forgetting the X out of the stuff. But uh, either way, yeah, so I've only been able to play like a couple of games here and there. And yeah. I've been playing mainly uh, Final Fantasy VII the, for the PS4, just getting through that. And, the, the, uh, most, the most new and exciting game there is. Yeah, you know. It's, so, uh, I mean, I have games I could play that are sort of new. But it's in my room, and I've sort of, like, got into it for some reason. So, uh, I never, ever actually, like, finished. I think if I beat the game, it happened a long time ago, and I don't remember a lot of what happened. So, even though, yeah, I could watch a bunch of videos and stuff, just... Especially I, since, you know, the remake's probably not going to be much like it, so... I think, like, story-wise, it'll kind of follow the same general beats but that's about it yeah and it'll have plus it'll be in sections so you know it's gonna be there's probably gonna be stuff that they i mean it'll be cool because there'll be stuff they add to it that wasn't in the original and then there'll be stuff they probably take out because it you know who knows if we're even gonna have a world map so you know are you gonna have little things like having the buggy to go around or are you even gonna need it because you're not gonna be going around a world that's that big because it's going to be sectioned off you know so we'll have to see uh how that goes but let, let's get into to this news here uh i guess i said we're going to start with assassin's creed but so you know kotaku came out with this thing that said you know basically saying and 
they obviously have no problem uh, reporting on early Assassin's Creed stuff since <laughs> they were the ones that had the report that Ubisoft didn't want to give them games because of the last one about Unity. So they uh, no no it, but, it, it, it wasn't the it was uh, for Syndicate. Sorry. Yeah, that's called it's called Victory. So this one's called Empire, uh, and it is supposed to be set in Egypt. But the big thing is that it's not going to be annual, even though yes, they do have that uh, those little 2D uh, yeah, those, those China count. and India or whatever that haven't come out yet. I don't know which one it is that I think yeah I think it's China and India the ones that are left. And no no it's, a, no it's uh, India and Russia. Okay, India and Russia. Uh, that's right. Come out. So it, India and Russia. I kept kept going around in my head. It's like which of those three freaking countries is the one that has a uh, so India and Russia, and they're supposed to come out, I think, next month. So, you yeah, know, I, I think it is February. Like, so and people are, you know, I know uh, our our buddy uh, Jeff Harris. He was saying that, oh, this is not even a delay because they still have the, Well, those games aren't the same game. <laughs> like they are in the same vein, but they're not. Yeah, it's you know, like those the, are. Go ahead. Sorry. Oops. From the, what the Batman did. I mean, it's nothing. Right, yeah. So, I mean, to so, me... So, yeah. Oh, no, they, they come out... Uh, India comes out uh, plus, tomorrow. Plus they're, to, well, plus, they're supposed to be out last year. So Right, yeah. That, they were supposed just, to come that, out, like, what, like two well or three months they, apart? Yeah, because yeah, they were supposed to be a part of the... Uh, I want to say Unity Season Pass... Ah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was that one. And then they so, had to do away with it the entire season two years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so I mean, what do you lo- what do you think of the uh, Egypt location? Uh, it might be interesting. I think the problem there's a few problems with though. One is. Comp- Compared to other locations or other, like, histories they've done, there's not a ton of public knowledge about, like, famous figures in in Egypt. Right, a lot of it's, like, gods and, you know... Like, are you going to hang out with King Tut or something? Yeah, or is, uh, you know, the sun god Ra going to be the main villain? I mean... (laughs) Uh, Also, like, what era, like, what history, like, you know, what time... Because that was kind of the nice thing about like the recent Assassin's Creed games that they've they've been getting closer to the present day, right? Like it would have been interesting, like if they did like you know Depression era U.S. or like you know World War One or something, but they didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it might be an interesting an interesting setting, but. Like, is it this going to be like climb the climb the pyramid to sync to get the synchronization point? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, go go climb the Sphinx. I mean, like that that doesn't. Uh, just. I, I guess the headset had issues again. I don't know. Um, it's a desert. It's like how big is it going to be? Yeah. Like, right. How, how how interesting is it going to be? It's going to be like Mad Max or something. 
Yeah, I'd imagine that they'll have to find, they'll have to put things inside pyramids, or they'll have to create towns in those settings so that you can have ways to interact with people, because... Yeah. You know. But, aside from that, I am actually kind of hopeful, because that series did need a break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, there's no doubt the series needs a break. I mean, we're... Look, Syndicate was good. Uh, let's, yeah. I mean, not a lot of people apparently but, played it, but, you know... <laughs> well, the problem with the series is it's almost like Call of Duty now, where it's like, one game is good, and the next one is bad. Like, so it's so hit or miss. Or it's just, like, kind of okay and, you know... Yeah. Not... Like, uh, Revelations is not technically a bad game, but it's the most average, middle-of-the-road game there is. <laughs> right. And, you know, and, so, and you can only... Yeah, I mean, it could do for a break. Uh, and unless you have the movie this year. Yeah, oh, the movie... Is it scheduled for this year, that movie? Especially because especially uh, Omar's in it. He's always fun. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know so, how well... Like, Michael Fassbender looks kind of dorky in that outfit, though. Like, looks a little cheesy. Have you, uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but... I've seen right. some of the initial pictures. He kind, of, he kind of looks like an Assassin's Creed cosplayer, not... Like an actual character. Ah, uh, yeah, he, yeah. I'm here. I don't. Are you like not hearing me? Hello. Hello. See, this is a problem. I'm. I think I'm hearing you, and you're not hearing me. So, hold on. Let me. Let me redo the Skype call really quick. Sorry about that. I don't know what's going on with the uh, technology here, but it seems like yeah, because it's started feeling can only receive IMs. Uh oh. What? Okay. Um. Yeah. So we get this figured out. I mean. Yeah, the other thing that was big about this is that there are rumors going around that there could be a trilogy uh, for Assassin's Creed. Let me see if I can get hold of uh, Mark again. I don't know why it's telling me. There we go. Sorry about uh, that. Do you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I don't know what happened. Apparently, it got to a point where like I was hearing you, you weren't hearing me, and vice versa. Yeah, um, I, that headset does not work well with this computer for some reason. Ah. <laughs> uh, That's okay. why I don't typically use it. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me see what I can do here about the... Fragment? <laughs> yeah. I almost have to... Hopefully that airy sound is not too bad for you guys. What? Um, that... Are, that because <laughs> you're using the onboard mic. Yep. The hearing the the ambient sound behind you. Um, do you hear any? Yeah, I do, but I mean, I can't. 
if you can't use that other headset, then we, I mean, I can't do anything about it. It's, it is what it is. But, uh, either way, I mean, do you like the uh, idea of there possibly being a trilogy with the series now? Uh, that uh, they, were, they were talking about being, maybe being in Rome and... No. Well, it, I guess it depends if, if people like the character or not. Because that's why people liked, uh, like when Assassin's Creed 2 came out, they were kind of unsure whether or not like people would like uh, Ezio, and people really did. Uh, but if they like, if they announced a character, like if they announced like a trilogy on Connor from Assassin's Creed Three, it would have been a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, that's the, you're right about that. That it could be a total disaster, as far as Connor and Eric, like what happened with that. But I, you know, if they're really trying to go back and give it time and make sure it's good. I mean, I think you can make one character and you're also going into a weird time in history where, I mean, they were playing around with the idea of, I've heard people say that if you go to Rome, do they do the uh, story of Jesus or whatever, (laughs) which press X to hammer in the nail. It's like, (laughs) Oh God, that may, that that may annoy some people. (laughs) Talk about Passion of the Christ issues. <laughs> that might be the new one. I mean, yeah, just... You know, I like the I like the idea of what they're doing here. I think the best thing is to give it time off so they can refocus on what makes the game great and bring that out in 2017, hopefully. And now they're saying the replacement might be Watch Dogs 2. Which, you know, we know how the first game went, but it could be an Assassin's Creed situation. Like, the first one was not that well-received, and people didn't know what to expect from the second one, and then the second one's one of the most, or one of the best games in that series. Uh, Do you think Watch Dogs has the potential to do that? Maybe. Uh, The thing with Watch Dogs is I want them to have a better story in it. Like, that would help quite a bit. Um, I didn't mind the game playing Watch Dogs too much, actually, compared to most people. But it was just a terrible story. It's what I bugged me about it. Why was it a... Uh, I never played the game, so I have no idea why it was bad. But um, Like, the main character is just kind of a piece of shit. Uh, he was, like, his, his, I think niece got killed, uh, I want to say niece, one of his, uh, yeah, it was his niece who got killed, and he's like, there's not going to be any more death in my, in, like, in my town, or, you know, whatever. Meanwhile, he kills thousands of people as he plays the game, or, you know, as you go through it, it's like, wait a second here, <laughs> this is kind of weird. And it's also pretty, like, they introduced characters in that game. I think one of them is called, like, Lucky Quinn. He's, like, a gangster, like, a, like an old-time gangster. And, like, they just do nothing with him. Yeah. I mean, so it's, that's one thing like, I heard. They introduce characters that people actually like, but they don't do anything with them. There's a character named Jordy they introduce. Uh, 
uh, or uh, yeah, his name is Jordy. He's like your little henchman, or, I guess. And at the end, he makes like an abrupt character change where he becomes a villain. And it happens like, in the last five minutes of the, of the game, and it's like, what? <laughs> Why even at that point? Yeah. <laughs> you waited so long. Are people really going to want that the last five minutes of the game? Yeah, it just no felt sense. like... It felt like really like, abrupt, and like they had no way of kind of writing writing that character out. Weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it it's supposed to be set in San Francisco. We'll have to see if they do anything different with it. Hopefully, you know, yeah. it, is there something they can change outside of the story that obviously uh, they need to make it easier to drive. But. It can give you a hidden blade. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I mean, like, I, want, I do want more parkour in that series, actually. Like, because in the old one, you can even, like, in Watch Dogs 1, you can't even jump. And it felt, like, really weird. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, better characters, maybe a better reason to, like, actually hack people. Don't have any stupid, like, multiplayer crap that they had in the first one. That was terrible. Uh, yeah, stuff like that would be nice. Yeah, so we uh, move on from the potential of Watch Dogs 2 to... Well, the... I want Watch Dogs 2 sometimes I'd be hacked the planet. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and don't they also need to deliver on some of the hacking? Since, you know, they said a lot and a lot of it wasn't in the game the way they made it seem like. Yeah, but a lot of Watch Dogs 1 wasn't in the game, how they made it seem like. Especially the graphics as well. Yeah. Which they, you they know, that's, what, that's one of the games that really made you think, oh my god, they're really doing a step up with the PS4. And then all of a sudden the game came out and it's like, oh my god, this is ugly. <laughs> like, yeah. Alright. So, you know, another potential thing. Again, I mean, it feels like we've talked about this, I don't know how many times. But they keep coming out with reports. So at some point, it might just behoove Nintendo just to maybe say something that doesn't say uh, we're denying allegations here. Now we have another report uh, from another company stating that uh, the Nintendo NX is going to come out this year. Uh, It's from Nomura Securities, an analyst... uh, his name is Junko, Junko Yamamura, uh, who says that they're going to unveil the concept of whatever the NX is between March and May. Then they're going to do the whole console reveal with probably some of the games in June, and then it's going to launch in October or November, uh, which is sort of a, you know, a, sort of a timeline that I kind of gave uh, when I was going through this and I did it on fact or fiction and I, I mean I don't know it just geez I that's, still think I just think that lot. timeline is too quick honestly like it may come out like let's say it does come out that time what games are going to be for it <laughs> I'm telling you right now Legend of Zelda is going to have the Twilight Princess thing, and it's going to be on both. 
It just it seems like this is one of those we. I mean, the the time when when the GameCube was out, the internet wasn't the way it what it the way it is right now. Uh, which, what the hell? That's on your end, not mine. Yeah, I know. That's my kid decided she wanted to just dump water all over the floor here. <laughs> Why? Because I like water. You can tell me you like water all you want, but you don't dump water on the floor. What is wrong with you? Anyway. Hey. Sorry, my kid is being loud right now. Uh, here you go. Anyway, I've got to go try to clean up this water for some reason. Okay, um, fine. yeah, so, you know, I have a feeling we're, we're definitely getting Zelda. They, I mean, I remember Miyamoto saying for a long time that he wanted, he wanted Mario to be a launch game again. So perhaps... A reason why we got a Mario Maker instead of, like, another Mario. That, that would certainly help matters, but you think they would have shown at least something from it. And it's not, I don't think it's enough time to, like, kind of build up hype. I mean, but that's what we got with the PS4 and Xbox, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, but the launches for those things weren't great. <laughs> I, I, well, the PS4 was fine. It, it didn't have great, like... Awesome games at launch or that's anything. What like that's what I'm talking about. Like Nintendo generally does have good launch titles, and you know you hope anyway. And this one, you know, it might, but I just want it to be a rehash of like, well, we ported Mario Galaxy over to this thing now. Also, go play it. Like, no. I mean, like, it. Here's, here's Twilight Princess again. I got a middle finger for you again. Like I don't want to play that. I don't want to play in the first place. Not the, not in the third. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any. Like I don't think they're they're doing all that stuff with Twilight Princess to have. Like that would make no sense to have two Zelda games at launch. So I have a feeling we're you know Zelda NX is going to be a, be a thing, and then you know you'll get. Uh, what is it, uh, maybe the, the Mario and then, you know, Metroid's, they have that Federation Force order, but they've been quiet on anything Metroid as far as an actual return to that series. Well, like, they, except for Mario, they don't really have plans to, like, exploit their series. Like, when was the last, like... When it's like Metroid Prime 3 was okay. Metroid Other M, it had some fans, not tons, but that's about it. Star Fox is kind of a quiet disaster now. Um, you think it's going to be a disaster? I mean, you can hope it won't be, but, like, the early buzz out of that, out of E3, like, last year was not great. And considering how much they've delayed the game so far, it's like, I think they're trying to fix it as much as they can, but it's like they're just hoping that it's going to, like, fool some people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still not too sold on the whole having to, because with the Wii U, 
I either look at the screen, I look at the gamepad. I mean, it's just... It, I mean, a lot of times I play the thing on the gamepad in my room. I don't even play the thing on on the TV. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I use the TV for is, like, for some reason, Hulu is the only app that they did not configure correctly for that. You have to use the TV to select what you're going to watch, and then you can use the gamepad for other stuff. But it's like, okay, that's really dumb, but, like, Netflix works fine on it and all the other stuff. But... I mean, if you're going to sit there and have somebody has to, have to look at the screen and then you have to look at the TV and look at the screen again with the the stylus and, and all that, I mean, that seems like a lot of work to try to move a, a, a freaking plane when it really shouldn't be that, you know, much of an issue. But Yeah, I... I think Mario was the only game that we kind of know what to do with, or, like, only the franchise. Well, I, I just... Uh, I, I really hope that they have their... I mean, they have to have things in a row. They have to have things that they're already planning, that they just... You know, suppo- you know supposedly people have dead kids and whatever another, they're going to, or... you know. It'll be another Kid Icarus game. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, they have some franchises that are kind of lower tier that if you bring Mario, you don't have to have, and you have Zelda at launch, you don't have to have, like, all your other heavy hitters there at launch. You can have some, you know, B tier or C tier franchises that you can kind of come up with. We have no idea if there are third parties working with that thing. I mean, if that last report was supposed to be believed that the controller was supposed to be a screen i mean it's not much different than what the wii u was then because if your controller is basically a screen what's the difference between that and the gamepad i mean so they're finally yeah. gonna they're finally gonna make a sequel to pro wrestling oh <laughs> that would be awesome uh, I'd, I'd totally go for that been many worse than wwe games <laughs> hey 2k16 is actually pretty good so, I mean, compared to what, though? I mean, there's no other competition. Uh, I mean, compared except, to... Except for the previous sucky one. <laughs> I guess you have to go back to compare it to the 64 games and all that stuff, and some of the SmackDown vs. Raws were good, and, like, here comes the pain. And But, you know, it, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, I... Uh, I mean, look, honestly, there really isn't a whole lot to say on this until somebody from Nintendo comes out and says, okay, we're really doing it, or we get the surprise in three or four months. Reggie pulls Uh, it out of his coat. (laughs) Yeah, where it's like, hey, here's the whatever the NX is. And I'm still going to go with that theory that it is a double console Um, because I just cannot think that you go full bore into mobile and you're going to still think that you're going to be able to support the 3DS or whatever the next 3DS would have been. It has like, to be tied to your main console. I, I guess I would agree with that, kind of. But the other, like the other side though is, like if that thing is supposed to like be on par with a PS4 or an Xbox One, like they've talked about, like oh it's going to have like high grade ships in it or whatever the hell they said. Like, 
A, imagine how much that's going to be. And then B, imagine how fragile it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. That's, that's an, I mean, you know, they're either going to have to take a huge loss, which we've never seen Nintendo price something at like $400, which $400 wouldn't be bad because it's the same as the other ones. But if you price it any more than that, you're asking for people to just be like, nope. You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, obviously the Oculus Rift, which, you know, we're going to talk about here, they decided to come out with a $600 price tag, which is kind of high, but the pre-orders are already, you know, t- uh, sold out. So, obviously there's people that will be willing to pay whatever it is, and, you know, Nintendo does have that big cachet, but, like, I can't imagine parents... Going, oh, I'm going to pay $600 for this console. It probably may not work with the, the games my kids already have. So then I've got to buy them all these games. i got to buy an extra controller if you can even have an extra controller. You know, uh, all this stuff. Exactly like what you said, how... I just cannot imagine they're going to make something like that. That if it's going to be just the screen... You're going to have to make it plastic or have some kind of protective thing that you can put on it because this is Nintendo. Their stuff is for kids. I mean, the kids are going to break that. Yeah, you know. exactly. So, I mean, look, uh, you know, I have, I just I keep saying that Nintendo made this way too uh, formatted. For when, when Reggie went out on E3 and says, next year we're going to have something for you like that never happens that just that when when we find out about systems they just happen we don't get like a year in advance we're told you're going to find out the system so that's what makes you feel like they do know it's coming out this year and they just didn't want to tell anybody because they didn't want all this negative stuff coming out about it before it even came out so you know, we'll, we'll have to see, I guess, on that front. But, like, you know, the Oculus Rift, $600. Uh, you know, there was a lot, lot a lot of CES was VR, which uh, the HTC Vive already came out with their pre-order day, which is February. No price on that, though. Which, I honestly, other than the PlayStation VR, I cannot imagine any of these standalone things being under 600 now like if they're just trying to play around and make it seem like they're going to be they could they can do that but i think sony's the only one that could possibly afford to make it less because they can bundle it with a ps4 yeah but imagine how much that bundle is going to be that'll be like that that will be 600 dollars <laughs> Yeah, and well, I mean that's for the 500 gig. If you're, I still think the one terabyte's gonna be 700 or 750, something like that. You know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, and they're supposedly expecting VR to make like 5.1 billion dollars this year and all this stuff. I mean, I mean, I guess if you count all the, just the hardware that's gonna be sold with that thing. And it's so expensive, I'm sure you can count that money like that. But, ah, uh, you think it's really going to make that much money? And they think the base is going to be around 39 million people. 
No, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, here's the here's the thing that, that people are gonna do. If they expect that, people are gonna go out and buy Oculus Rift like day one, like when it's in stores. Actually, get home, uh, plug it in, and the, their computer is gonna say, the "Computer's not good enough to run this thing." I can guarantee you that's what's gonna happen. It'll yeah. be hilarious. Because <laughs> you know, people in general. Uh, this is why I think the PlayStation VR is going to be the one that can sell the most because technically most people are already going to have that system. So you're yeah. going to buy that thing separately, and then I don't know how the games are going to be distributed. I guess it's going to be all digital through the PS4 or something. I mean, they, then, may have, they may have box games, but I mean, it'll probably come with something also. You'd hope. Right, yeah, well, it'll come with, like, what, Eve Valkyrie, and if that's even... Is that only for the Rift, or...? I don't know, they... I have no idea what's going on with that game or, like, Elite Dangerous anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's like, uh, it's, that's the thing that when I turn Steam on, it says, you have one Steam VR game, Elite Dangerous. Nope. <laughs> I, think I, I think I have, like, three or four. No, I just have the one Elite Dangerous, like you, yeah. Is it just... Like, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, and that's what I'm saying, like, people already have, so... They're saying you they can give you a bundle, which will include it'll be fifteen hundred dollars, which will be include a PC that will work with Oculus. But it's just like really, like are people really gonna do this? They're gonna go buy PCs for just for this? I mean, fifteen hundred dollars is no joke. I said it before, but people stand in lines for days at a time when the new iPhone comes out. Regardless of whatever incremental upgrade is actually in the thing, <laughs> I know, but like that's the same price as the Rift by itself. But we're talking about another grand nine hundred dollar investment, at least, that you're making with this thing, and you may not even have space to put another computer. Like, so you're just gonna t- what? See, that's that's the thing too. Like, you have okay. What if you have a computer that's like not totally up to scale to the to the VR, but it's like just a little bit under that, and then you're going to just toss that computer to just, I, man. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Oculus is kind of a mess right now, and they want technical perfection, which is fine. It's a lofty goal, but unless, but that comes at the cost of having a high price point. Yeah, I mean, so. he Palmer Lucky even had to come out and apologize for the. I mean, obviously, it didn't affect people that sold out the thing, but. He's, he did apologize for misleading people on the price, saying yeah. that at some point it was supposed to be 350 and he kept contrasting that with the 1500 that you're going to pay. Well, like, like the Kickstarter was 350 I think that was like the original price point. Yeah. And then Which, when hey, they started messing with it, if you back that out, thing, crap. If you back that thing, congrats, you got, you got, a, free, you got a free Oculus Rift, but... Most people didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then still, you still have to deal with the with the, the thing about your computer if it's yeah. going to be able to run it or not. Which, I mean, the specs are out there. I I don't have it on me as far as you need like a pretty decent CPU and at least anything an Nvidia nine seventy or nine eighty to run it. Jeez. So good luck. Like, I think I saw a I think I saw a story that only two percent of computers right now have the specs. Wow. Yeah. So basically. <laughs> 
any like, like Joe Schmo that goes out there and buys this thing. Like, put it this way: if you go out right now and buy like a computer from Best Buy, it will not have the specs to run this thing. No, no. You like okay? Anybody that's trying to don't go buy a computer from from anywhere other than like going online and just doing the stuff yourself. Uh, because no store is probably going to sell that. You know, they might now if they sell the Oculus Rift, they might sell the computer that Oculus wants you to buy with it. But man, because that's because only a certain kind of person goes out there trying to find a computer like that. Cause yeah, it's, I, yeah, I have a friend of mine who does an online business, and he's he was going to upgrade his computers uh, for like the Oculus Rift stuff, and. I, was, I said, first of all, like, why are you doing this? Because you don't play games anymore. <laughs> and then uh, once the price point was announced, he didn't know it. Now it's $600 for a Rift. And he was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, it's $600 for the Rift. Then imagine what you got to do. Like, so do you even know, do you know what these parts... It, like, say you want to upgrade your computer. Like, yeah. the parts by themselves, I'm sure, are in the hundreds themselves so you're you know you may not even save yourself any money trying to just upgrade it yeah this so you need a nvidia gtx 970 uh an intel i5 459 cpu uh eight gigabytes of ram which most computers don't have right now uh an hdmi uh output uh and three USB ports, or four USB ports. Three has, three of them have to be 3.0, and one has to be 2.0. Jeez. Yep, so there's... I mean, the hubs aren't that expensive, but you're at the buy hub. Yeah, most computers don't have that. <laughs> yeah, most computers... Like, I have two 3.0s and three 2.0s on mine, and I had to get the hub eventually for the 2.0s, but, you know, like... Yeah, most most of them. I have the eight gigs eight gigs of RAM because my computer's relatively new, but that's that's about it. Like the other stuff, I well, I have an i seven. I don't even know if that would work. Probably not. I mean, your computer's at least one or two years old, though, right? Yeah, it's from two thousand twelve, actually. Yeah, it's, you're so. screwed. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't I don't care about running it, but it's just like still. Uh, I think the AT, the ATI Radeon I have in there is not that great so but i can't mess with it like that's that's the one thing that sucked yeah. about like it this is good because it's portable i can take it if i want to but yeah. that's the only thing that sucks i can't upgrade it so i'd have to buy a whole new computer now uh if when it whenever it does get out of date for things but uh which probably won't be too long from now anyway but uh yeah i mean this this is what's I'm glad that the Oculus did well as far as pre-orders, and I'm sure the Vive will do just fine. And um, they showed off some stuff for it, some games, and some of it looks interesting. I'm not gonna lie, like I. But again, like the same thing with the Vive, with the the thing in the room where you can play uh, with different toys and basically like have your own like Minecraft thing going on with another person. That's all cool, but it's one of these things that like. You have to know someone that has this, and you have to experience it yourself, and then you have to go do all this stuff to get it. And it's like, it seems very, very. I mean, you, unless you just have a rich person by you, it, uh, I, I cannot imagine this is going to 
I could see this going the way of 3D TVs. Like, it's cool now, but as soon as people figure out how inhibitive it is, it's going to go the way really fast. It's just, you know... I don't know. Do you think it really has staying? I mean, do you think that it... I'd imagine, like, this year, it may get close to that figure that they want, but... Do you think it's really going to just keep climbing, or, or is it going to go the other way? Oh, it has to go the other way because people have to like. I mean, like, com- like a big company like Facebook is backing like the Oculus Rift, so it's not going to run out of money anytime soon. But if they wanted like to get it to like to be mainstream, it has to go the other way for sure. Right. It just. And, I mean, they'll have to find a way to make the thing le- less expensive really fast. And I just don't know that that's gonna happen. I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, hopefully it does, and hopefully it's an experience that people can have in their homes and whatever. But this is again something other than PlayStation VR, you're gonna have to have a room to dedicate to this thing. And most people don't have rooms that they can just dedicate to things. So, you know, it, what it is, it is what it is. So. Uh, <laughs> that price is pretty expensive, but obviously some people are willing to pay for it. So, yeah. Um, just want to give again. I like giving shout outs to these things because they don't get talked about a whole lot. Uh, but the awesome games done quick uh, happened. They're going to do another one in July in Minneapolis. Uh, they raised 1.2 million uh, to help prevent to the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Um, you know, some people were playing Pokemon Blue, Half-Life 2, Bloodborne, uh, Super Mario Maker, all that stuff, so. Yeah, I watched some of it, it was pretty good. I mean, they, apparently they wanted 1.5, it didn't, it just didn't get there, but still 1.2 million is pretty awesome number, uh, for, for the gamers to raise, so. Yeah. Totally, uh, agree with that. Uh, happening there. They did some crazy, like, Legend of Zelda for the Super Nintendo run. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Where, like, they did it in reverse boss order. Oh, wow. Uh, And they did it in, like, an hour and 20 minutes. Jeez. You know, like, back when that stuff was, like, I would have never thought, I, like, this stuff amazes me, the people that can speedrun these things now, because, like, when you were playing them for the first time, you would have never imagined that you're getting through this game that quick. Like, all the thought you have to put into where you're going and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's why they have pro gamers now. But uh, So, apparently Kazurai says that um, they have 200 developers that are already signed up for PlayStation VR. And they're expecting over 100 games are in development now. So... I didn't even know there were 200 developers around. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know either, but I'm guessing they're including indie guys and whatever, and it just... I mean, that's why I keep saying the the one that I think has the most promise is PlayStation VR, because it's going to have a low cost of entry, you're already going to have the system it's going to be on, and then you have... You just wait for the games to come out. And then you decide which ones you like and don't like, you know. I'd imagine it's also going to have some kind of preview where you can preview the games, too. 
uh, either that or the games are. I wonder the price of those. The price of the games was going to be interesting. What they're going to charge for those? Yeah. I, I guess it depends on like I guess the quality or like the length, stuff like that. I would I would, I would be happy with like forty dollars a game. Yeah, that's not too bad. You know, if it if it was a game, you know, like as polished as like an Uncharted or something, to be like, I wouldn't mind paying sixty for it, but that's probably not going to be the, how most of it's going to go. <laughs> well, speaking of Uncharted, uh, Neil Druckmann basically came out without saying it. Seems like Nathan Drake might die in this game. <laughs> He says that um, it's going to be very hard to do a sequel with Nathan Drake when you're done with Uncharted 4. Does that give you that indication, too? I mean, maybe, but like I, I think that like he'll just have like some happy ending at the end, and he'll just be like, I'm getting too old for this adventuring shit, or something like that, and that'll be it. And it'll move on to his son. Yeah, which, see, I don't, like, I get that you, everybody has this attachment to Nathan Drake and whatever. He's a great, he's a great character and, but, like, at some point, don't, do, wouldn't you want it to evolve and, you know, become this, like, he's living in a sort of real world unlike, you know, Halo where Master Chief can sort of continue to exist even though they kind of lied to you and make you, made you think that Halo 5 was, the whole point was that he was dead. Um, they'll get you know, they'll get Troy Baker to start doing the motion capture work instead of Nathan, Nolan North. <laughs> yeah, I just like you know at some point you know everybody's gonna love him and want to see him come back and everything, but you move on. I mean, they moved on with Infamous and people didn't seem to like not buy that game because they moved on with that. So I think I, I think, think it's okay. Well, I think if they do make an Uncharted Five, it would. It, what would be kind of interesting if they did, like, you know, his son or daughter be the main character, and he'll be, like, the Sully of the game. Yeah. Like, he'll, he'll show up or something like that. Right. That wouldn't, but, yeah. Let, let's be honest, let's also, like, they're making another God of War game, uh, and, yo, Kratos is going to be in it, so I wouldn't put too much stock in people going, oh, this this character in franchise this character is done for this series or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but God of War again is like a fictional, and they can just keep going backwards in time with him and and all this other stuff if they want to with with uh, Kratos, which like I mean does he he doesn't die so <laughs> that's I don't know it I don't have a problem at all if he doesn't come back I mean. That means that shows that the the series can have longevity if he is not always the main character, you know. Uh, which is the same thing. Like I don't. Have, I think that's also why they keep saying that if the, whenever they do make Last of Us two, it's not going to include the two main characters because they want it to be a different story. Um, so, and I don't think that people are just not going to buy the game because Joel and uh, Ellie are not the two people you play as. It'll, it'll sell because of the name. But, uh, yeah, PlayStation 4 apparently has now sold 36 million units worldwide as of last week. So. How many has Xbox One sold? 
Oh, we'll never know because they don't tell you that anymore. <laughs> gotta love uh, Microsoft being very quiet about this stuff. But uh, they did reveal this light, this uh, speaker that screws into your light bulb, which I thought was rather interesting. Like it's a, and they they also showed this like speaker that basically looks like a candle. That you can like just sit somewhere and it it looks good, so you'll want to use it. But it's just like, wow. Like, all right, I never thought about having a speaker as a light bulb, but you know, I guess it doesn't take up any room in your house. So, I mean, I don't know how you would control that, but yeah, whatever works for you. So Bluetooth, that's how everything works. Yeah, now. probably. Uh, so, did you see this thing about Sony trying to trademark the word "Let's Play"? Yeah, that's a bad that 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 would not have done well for them, I don't think. <laughs> but you know what the 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 courts came out, and the reason they denied it was not because it was a common word; it's because there's something else uh, trademarked called the "Let's" with a Z play. That's good. <laughs> Which. They do have six months to fight it if they want, which makes me think Sony might, because they're not using the whole common word thing, which I would hope somebody would alert them to, because, I mean, everybody uses the word Let's Play. I think that's kind of screwy for Sony to try to trademark, but it is, I mean, what I guess you can't blame them for wanting to make money off of something. But yeah, but you think it's not... That, it's- it's not something they made. That's the problem. Yeah, they didn't introduce that to the vernacular. That was just kind of introduced through common things. I mean, so do you think this means we're going to start seeing, like, Sony Let's Play, official Let's Plays or whatever then? If they're. I doubt it. And the reason is because people. Sony wants people to buy their games, not to just watch them being played. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I could see the, you know, I could see the reason why a little bit, you know, let's, but you can always see people broadcast the game, so I don't see what the point would be of having them. Yeah, but something like that official, that would probably be a little more sketchy to them. They'd be like, why are we doing this when we could just sell this game instead? Yeah, that's, who knows, uh. They're the, you know, the the heads over there at Sony are obviously thinking about something since they wanted to trademark the term, but thankfully it's been a little bit, it's been denied for now. Uh, Ark the Lads, Fallout of Spirits is going to be the next PlayStation 2 game to come to the PlayStation 4, and it's going to come, I think, uh, in a couple days. So if you're a big Ark the Lad fan, you can probably buy that for, I'm sure $15 will be the price point for that, so... I'm still waiting for Shadow Hearts Covenant. <laughs> if one of the Shadow Hearts games shows up, I'm buying it. They can't. They could try to find a way to get the license from somebody. Well, it's a publisher. It's, it was Midway, so I don't know. But where didn't uh, who? Okay, did somebody take all that? That was all sold off, right? Too. Yeah. The, well, most some of it was like. Like, D, like Warner Brothers got, like, the Mortal Kombat team and, like, the name and everything, but a lot of Midway stuff just kind of went to the wind. 
Yeah. And they could they could try to contact somebody if they really wanted to get it, if they had enough people that were saying, okay, we're going to buy it, we're going to buy it. I mean, because, I mean, Ark the Lab was not one of the first ones I would have thought of. You're bringing a PS2 game to the PS4. Uh, yeah, but... there are just some weird gaps or, like, you know, it's one game. It's not like, here's a hundred new games. It's like, here's an, here's one more game for you. I don't say so now you got 17 to buy. It's like, all right, great, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are having to up them and do all that stuff, so it takes a little bit of time. It's not just straight porting. So, you know, I don't, I don't mind it if they do, like, one a month or if they start getting a bunch in, they do, like, four or five at once and maybe you don't see any more for a couple months. I mean, I do appreciate that they're trying to get the ones people want or at least making them think that they it's the ones they want. So The next one's going to be SmackDown vs. Raw 2008. Yeah. WWE should just tell them, oh, we're going to release them all in a collection or something. Now you know what the next one's going to be? Crush Hour. Yeah, exactly. That one, that game, everybody wants WWE Crush Hour. So, uh... Microsoft had two big delays happen, too, while uh, we're at it here. Uh, they Platinum came out and announced that Scalebound has been delayed already to 2017? Yeah, they came out, like, January 3rd and said that. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, he were already, I mean, we talked about it. He were already talking about, like, oh, man, I'm excited for Scalebound. Nope, no, you're not. Guess <laughs> we're not seeing it until next year already. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, I guess uh, we'll get to just be more amped at E3 when they show off stuff and know you won't see it till next year. What? Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, ReCore has been delayed until the latter half of 2016, which this was one of the new IPs that Microsoft showed off and uh, has, like, the robot that goes with the, little, with the girl... Uh, it still seems rather interesting to see what they can really show what the game does, but one of the announcements was that it's also coming to PC, which might have been one of the reasons why it got delayed. Um, That's are you cool. interested in this now, now that it's coming to PC? I would be, but I know it's, I know it's going to be exclusive to Windows 10 because they're assholes. <laughs> ah, oh, that's right, yeah. So it won't be on Steam. Oh, well, yeah, it'll be made for Windows 10, so you have to update your computer which like, i still don't know if i want to do that or not like even if it, you know i wouldn't even mind that if it, you know you need to have windows 10 to run it because it runs on like DirectX 12 or whatever that's one thing but i know that it's going to sell on that stupid windows game store and it's like i don't want to buy it on that i want to buy it on the storefront that has everything else on it right you don't think that they would find a way to talk to each other at all no because Microsoft wants... That, that's the whole reason they, they introduced Microsoft Game Store in the first place, that they wanted to try to cut Steam out. Right. And Steam has said, or Gabe Newell has said some pretty incendiary things about that thing. So... But can't you make it to where you can make it be in your Steam library, even though it's not a Steam game and it runs through there? Yeah, but that's not the same thing. Ah. Okay. 
Well, I mean, I'll be excited to hear more about ReCore. It looked like a pretty cool game at E3. Uh, so I'm sure we'll they'll tell us more about it at some point. Uh, they also did announce new bundles for the Xbox One, which at this point, they're just uh, really throwing these things out there, aren't they? That's, that's all they have. <laughs> uh, so for $400, you can get a one terabyte Xbox One. Uh, for uh, with uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege and the two uh, Rainbow Six Vegas games. The, the two good ones. Yeah, the two good ones and the other one that not a lot of people cared for. And then you can get a Name Your Game uh, bundle, which we saw the PS4 do this, I think, last year. During the holidays, if I'm not mistaken. It was, they did that last year. It was like Far Cry 4 and... Destiny, two, NBA 2K14, and Little Big Planet. Yeah, Little Big so... This time you can get a 500 gig Xbox One with Forza, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, or Rare Replay. I'd so, probably pick Tomb Raider out of that list. I would too. Uh, don't um, Forza's too smart for me, and I already have Gears of War on the original 360. I don't need that. <laughs> and I'd, yeah, I, I might be interested in Forza, but I probably want to play more uh, Horizon Two more. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like Forza applies to me a lot more on on that front. So, uh, Minecraft has now sold 22 million on the PC. Um, so you know, everybody wondered why Microsoft wanted Minecraft or Mojang, even though really it's just Minecraft. This is why it just keeps selling. <laughs> so it's like print money for Microsoft. You know. Uh, no, no need to keep making anything. Just keep, uh, you know, having things come out for Minecraft, and you'll be fine. Uh, I still never played Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, I've only played I, the story mode thing. <laughs> I played it for like ten minutes once, and it was like, all right, I, what do I do here? <laughs> that was it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do I do here? Hey, Quantum Break is close to completion. Uh, do you believe it's coming out on the date that they say? I think it has to because they already like they announced a firm date, uh, and also they've been working on that game forever. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think Quantum Break is. I'm excited for this game. I really want it to come out. It's one. You know, we both talked about how we loved, we love Remedy. I love Alan Wake, so this game is very close to that. It's interesting to see. I mean, they did have a, quite a few people leave Remedy during the development of this game, so it'll be interesting to see if they what gets left in, what what doesn't, how the TV stuff works, all that. Yeah, that's going to be pretty probably pretty half baked because of what they did. Yeah, especially because you know they did they took away all that uh, TV stuff, so. Uh, Psychonauts 2 got fully funded now, so hey, at least they're going to be making the game. I'm, I'm waiting for them to come out with, oh, we need more money. <laughs> but, I mean, they may do that, but I don't think so. I think, well, also, I mean, it just kind of barely made it over the hill so far, so I think people are getting a little burned out with crowdfunding. Yeah, I think, well, it's also just, you know, last time this happened with Broken Age, 
And then he kept saying that he had to put more money into it later. Well, because... yeah, but the problem with that was he was like, we want to make a $400,000 game, and they got all the extra money. And it's like, oh, now the game, uh, like, the, the vision can expand. And it's like, no, people just wanted the cheap crap. So I don't want... I want Psychonauts 2 to be basically like, you know, Psychonauts 1. I don't want it to be some epic 100-hour game. I just want it to be kind of like a 20, 20-hour... 20 like platforming, like open world game, and that's it. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like Psychonauts, you know, there's a lot of expectations that have come with this, uh, based on you know how many, how you know how people fondly remember the first one. Like if it, if it was the same scale as Psychonauts one, I'd be perfectly happy, honestly. I agree with you. That that's all I need from it is for it to be the same scale, just new story. Maybe, maybe maybe mess around with some of the mechanics a little. Uh, like, don't have that stupid... Uh, clair- not clairvoyant, but, like, the one power that, like, you can see through people's eyes. That was bad. Mm-hmm. That was really bad. But, you know, I'd just be happy with, like, another Psychonauts, honestly. I don't, like, like I said, I don't, it doesn't need to be some epic, you know, $1,000 camp- $1, hour campaign. It's like, no. Keep your keep keep your vision in check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't don't get that's, way too big with it, and then you know. That's that that was that's going to be Shenmue Shenmue Three's problem. <laughs> yeah, I can already see that happening. Keeps getting delayed. Keeps this happens. That happens with it. Or that know. star or Star Citizen for this oh, point. Oh boy, uh, you don't want that problem. <laughs> it's a scam. <laughs> problem already in itself so uh, you know uh, something that could create a problem maybe for esports as far as uh you know you got some heavy hitters now getting into it with activision acquiring major league gaming uh they basically want to create the espn of esports says bobby kotick doesn't espn already show gaming stuff yes they do um but Bobby Kotick just punched that would be fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Kotick basically just wants to own it all. They, I mean, he said basically their ability to create premium content along with the broadcast platform and the live stream capabilities that it already has because they were on consoles at one point. Or I think they still are. I don't know how that's working. It's been I've never I've watched that channel like twice when it was on 360. Um, I, I guess yeah. the problem the, the problem with this, I would say, is Twitch has already far blown away MLG. Like, who cares about M- MLG at this point? Yeah, I mean, if uh, even then, like, you know, Twitch. Twitch, like, Twitch blows away, like, what YouTube can do, uh, and YouTube's trying, I mean, that they made their well, YouTube's Well, YouTube is actually not, yeah, YouTube isn't actually that bad, honestly, yeah. but it's, like, kind of fighting an uphill battle. Right, yeah, because, you know, they wanted Twitch, or Google tried to buy Twitch, they couldn't, Amazon bought it, and then, you know, so they decided, okay, we're going to create our own thing with YouTube, which is not bad at all, and then, but, you know, Twitch is like, it's, you've got Twitch... You've got YouTube in, in one section, you know, YouTube, like, b- behind it with a little bit of... Then you're going to have Major League Gaming that's going to be 
yeah, Activision Blizzard has all this money, and maybe you can make it like the official place now where you're going to have the Call of Duty World League, whatever, and you're going to have like when Blizzard does their stuff at BlizzCon, it's going to be officially through that channel, and you're going to push people to that channel, but I don't, other than in those moments, I don't see people staying there. That's, you know, that's my only issue is like, you're going to have to do something that the other platforms don't. And I just, I don't know what you're doing that that's going to be so special other than getting it on TV or something uh, in its own way. Yeah. And that stuff, like, I don't know who would want to watch that stuff on a TV anyway. I mean, people watch on ESPN and stuff, but it's just, you know, I don't know. Like, it would have to be the official gaming thing. Like, no, you couldn't put it on Twitch. You couldn't put anything that had to do with Blizzard or anything that had to do with Activision on on, yeah. on those platforms. And that, Well, that, that's the other thing. It's like, okay, let's say MLG, like, they, okay, they buy MLG. Does that mean they're going to have, like, Battlefront uh, on MLG or, like, a competitor's game? Mm-hmm. You know, it it would be foolish if they didn't. But you know how kind of territorial Activision is, so right. I mean, that's that's a big thing. Like, if you're not, and it's only going to be your stuff, that's only going to appeal to a certain amount of people. And then, like, there's only so much Hearthstone you can watch somebody play. There's only so much Call of Duty you can watch somebody play before it gets like, okay, I'm gonna move on. You know? Yeah, it's like is Counter Strike Go going to be on a thing? Like, probably not anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then if you pull like, and if you make everybody to where you can't, uh, you can only play their games on MLG. Then you're sectioning off your market, and you might actually have a backlash from people that don't buy some of your games now because of that too. Because streaming games have become such a big deal. Like uh, even even like the Final Fantasy Seven uh, port. When I log in, and I mean, I don't have a zillion friends or anything. I have like maybe, maybe a hundred or so. Um, PS, even, PS4. Yeah, on the PS4, and like. And I got like thirteen. <laughs> and and it'll it'll tell me there's like thirteen people broadcasting Final Fantasy Seven on the PS4. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, damn. Uh, you know, I didn't know there was any people that were even watching that many people play the same game over and over, but, you know, it just. And every game you put in, there's always somebody broadcasting it. So if you take it away and put it on this service that not a lot of people even know exists, I I don't know. Just they'll I don't know what they can do to make it different. But and then you're also if you're wanting people to pay for it, oh that's that's another thing that you're, you're. I mean, Activision can makes people pay for things that I don't. I can't imagine why they still pay for them to this day. But, you know, whatever uh, works for them, I guess. There are people still paying, still paying for a while, for God's sakes. <laughs> that's a, that's another thing, and it's and entirely because that they keep making things for that game. So, oh. um, Square Enix had to suffer a two billion yen loss when they had to close their Shinra Technologies cloud gaming service. Which yep. I never remember them making anything for at all. Avalanche didn't kill Shinra, Square did. Yeah, Square <laughs> kills Shinra. That's because, it, what I understand is a cloud gaming service, uh, but nothing had come out for it because it, like, it was yeah. all like 
you know, uh, people were making stuff for it. So, now that that's gone, it's like, well, oh well. <laughs> it's like the collective thing. I think I've heard of, like, a couple of games that have come out of that, and that's it. Like, yeah. You know, this it's not... I, I applaud Square for wanting to... Like, that same thing that they announced, like, last year with their, okay, now we have an RPG initiative with, like, all these people are making only RPGs. And that's cool and all. But it, uh, I don't, I don't know how that's going to work as well as they think. Uh, so, yeah, who knows? I mean, it, it could be wonderful, or it could be the uh, absolutely dog, uh, dog crap. So we'll have to see how that, if if that uh, RPG thing turns out to be turns out good games or not yeah uh so you know they did announce a few things uh more final fantasy game. i mean we talked about final fantasy 9 last time um they did officially announce a u.s version which seems like they're gonna make it for the for the pc first which is a problem that they've had with the other games which have been all ios ports and some of them have been better than the other ones uh this one it doesn't even, at least for the U.S., there seems to be no indication that it's coming to the phone right now. They've only announced the PC version. Uh, it's coming with Steam trading cards, obviously, and autosave function and, you know, achievements, all the stuff that comes with Steam. Uh, and then you also get, like, a way to... Uh, the HD, There's going to be HD character models and cinematics, which just in the trailer, they look better. Uh, but we'll have to see if it you know, when the game actually comes out, if it's, it's any different. And obviously, they're going to include things that were in the 7 port, which I think was also in the 8. I'm not sure. With the uh, letting you eight. play it faster and the no encounter mode. 8 had some weird stuff. The only thing I remember is you could, like, toggle a switch to give you, like, 99 magic spells. Ah, so basically it's kind of like the whole... The way they did it with 7, where you can heal yourself after every battle or... Whatever, which, seriously, if you're playing a game like that, it's a waste of time. <laughs> I don't know how you can not get bored after a while of, like, you know you're never going to die. Like, it's just, uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, which is not even a Final Fantasy game. Uh, it's a mana game uh, that came out for the original Game Boy. It's coming to iOS and Android. Uh, and it's supposed to come out to the Vita in Japan. Uh, don't know if it's coming to the Vita here. But, yeah, uh, I remember, I don't, if I've played this game, I don't remember anything about it, so, yeah, it's, I'm super excited about Final Fantasy IX, which is now supposed to come out in early 2016, uh, but at yeah, Final Fantasy my, Adventure, I can take or leave. A friend of mine was talking about like, Final Fantasy IX was going to come out this month, and I was like, yeah, keep dreaming. <laughs> yeah, if it comes out, it'll come out in, like, March or something, probably. I mean, you know, they are adapting PS1 stuff, and it's not like they're redoing... It's not a remake, so they're not redoing the whole game, but, you know, still... Uh, so, the big... I guess the sort of big thing was that Final Fantasy fifteen has story progression through the gameplay uh, similar to Last of Us. Uh, is what uh, Tabata is so there's saying. Gonna be, there's going to be zombies? 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there were a zombie enemy. <laughs> I mean, I think this that's what it felt like to me when I played the demo. I don't know about you, but like, it just felt like people just being in a car doing stuff. I mean, there wasn't this necessary need to... When I, when I played that game, it felt like a Monster Hunter game. <laughs> yeah. And that feels weird. Because <laughs> it's not like The Last of Us was like a big open world. It was like, no. I mean, it had open spaces, but it was still kind of like a directed path. Right, yeah. Well, the demo, they also wanted you to complete the demo. So, you know. Uh, I like that idea because they tried to do that with the 13 games and it failed. Um, that's, that's because they didn't have an open world. <laughs> Or they didn't have an open world. Well, they, the 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 second one did, sort of. Yeah, but that was that was like an open time scheme. It wasn't an open world. And then like, the first back. one, they didn't have an open part until like the last bit of the game. So. It's like the third. It's, it's like the third disc when that game opens yeah. up. It's like great. Thanks. Like okay, I mean, and then thirteen, the lightning returns did as well, but that was you know you're timed, so you can't do everything. Uh, you still have to try to complete the game fast. Yeah, it'd be fun to play that game on Steam with just infinite time. Yeah. That would, uh... I wouldn't be surprised if that somebody's trying to put some kind of mod in there to do that. Uh, well, it's just like Cheat Engine. Just be like, infinite time, here we go. Right. <laughs> uh, they did, uh... So Capcom says that Dragon's Dogma 2 could still happen. Yeah, uh, sure. You know the way the way Capcom is about how they want to pretty much only have known franchises at this point. I wouldn't be surprised, uh, but they say that it all has to come down to if he will play the PC version of uh, Dark Arisen. Um, well, I'll, be, good, I'll probably be the one who's getting that for review in a few weeks. <laughs> uh, good luck with that, I guess. <laughs> if that's the reason why you're waiting to see if people will want a Dragon's Dogma 2? Okay. So. Alright, so. Well, that's what they did with like, the Resident Evil 2 remake, though. It's like, once the, once, once the Resident Evil 1 remake came out and people were excited about it, they were like, hey, you can squeeze some more, more money out of these fools. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what they love to do. Squeeze money out of you and keep making old games, which, hey, to their credit, people keep buying them, so. <laughs> you know, why well, stop making them? People have to stop buying them first. Uh, the GDC award came out. Um, some pretty much the usual suspects that you would think of. And, well, it's just the like, nominations, right? <laughs> yeah, this is the nominations. Yeah. Pretty much like the usual suspects you'd expect in most of the categories. I mean, Game of the Year... All the same ones that were in there for the Game Awards. You know, Fallout 4, Witcher 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, Bloodborne, Rocket League. Um, you know, the innovation stuff. All the, I mean, the the ones you would expect. Undertale, Her Story, uh, Beginner's Guide, which is the only one that I have not played on this, this list here. Splatoon, Mario Maker. I mean... I haven't played any of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, it's a best handheld game has Laura Croft go and Fallout Shelter on it, which these are all, most of them are all uh, 
uh, DS stuff, like uh, mobile stuff, not even you know DS stuff. I mean, Orion Vine Forest got a award for best, or they're nominated for best visual art somehow. Though I think either Splatoon or Star Wars will probably win for that because Star Wars looks ridiculous, even though you know the game is what it is. Um, so I mean, it's cool. Uh, they'll announce that I think like. In the middle of GDC, which starts like March 14th, so it's not even uh, a thing until then. Uh, so, so apparently, J.J. Uh, Abrams, you know, we talked about how Star Wars Force Awakens is similar to The New Hope. He says it was because it's on purpose. Yeah, because uh, you make another trilogy. <laughs> right, I mean, he... And that's, you know, we talked, like, just it's setting the... The story, basically. It's giving you the important things of what made uh, Star Wars great in the first place. Um, I think it accomplishes that. I mean, we already talked about it. I meant to go see it again, and I I just didn't have the time. But, I mean, uh, you know, the thing that helps this movie is that all the new characters are great. So, and the way yep, this... Like, like Captain Phasma. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I don't know about Captain. <laughs> uh, so Captain Pass was the new Boba Fett, who you know, unfortunately Looks cool passed and does away. absolutely shit. <laughs> yeah, who did nothing, but he's so popular for some reason. But yeah, I mean, it says more that 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 one Jedi with like the metal sword or whatever, he was more impactful than Captain Phasma. Yes. Uh, no. Well, I mean, you, you never know. Captain Phasma could be something big in the, the second movie. Uh, we'll take off hey, helmet, and it'll be a hot chick underneath it, just like Metroid. Yep. It'll be... I wouldn't be surprised at all. <laughs> so, Disney Infinity, the number one Toys to Life game because of Star Wars, basically. <laughs> uh, I'm sure your buddy, uh, John Vignacci, is happy about that. <laughs> That's close enough on his name. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, that's that's sight reading. Of, uh, I like to think know. it's all because of him, honestly. Fuck Star Wars. Yeah, right. It's all. It's just, it's all because he's because he's actually in the game. You can watch like the like Disney Infinity like videos like in, actually in the game. It's hilarious. Oh really? Yeah. Like, do, he he does like a weekly show with uh, some woman named Allison. That, I don't know her last name and. They just talk about like levels or like new characters and stuff, and it's it's great. That's awesome, and he always seems so excited about the the games too. Like he makes you pumped up to go play play those games. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront has now sold over 13 million copies, with 12 million of that sold in November and December alone. People are idiots. <laughs> I told you. I mean, you know, when GameStop was bitching and moaning I mean Peter Moore was right when he said we're just waiting for that movie to get closer and closer he we're going to buy this game you, you know what game I, on it. you know what game I downloaded over the break on my tablet KOTOR oh, that's a Star Wars game there you, yeah there you go <laughs> does that play well on the tablet like yeah there's no like I would thought I thought it would have been, like, been slow or anything but it runs just fine and the tablet controls are actually pretty good well, that's and the, good. 
like the gameplay isn't real time, so it works actually really well. I just want to try to get X, uh, XCOM on that thing to see how well that runs. I've heard that XCOM is great on the phone. Uh, so I, like, the only problem with KOTOR really is you can tell they scaled it down heavily. Right. Yeah. Like I got to I got to the main town. I'm just like, where are all the people? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You think there was a people? Um, so Marvel's most one is going to get a pilot, so that'll make the second Marvel series that I guess would not include superheroes on uh, ABC. So, do you think this has the chance to at least do what Shield is doing, or? Uh, I think it'll be better, honestly, because it won't be saddled with a bunch with Daisy in it, so it'll just be characters that people like, like, isn't it Nick Blood and uh, Mockingbird? Yeah. Yeah, those are the two kind of breakout characters of S.H.I.E.L.D., so if they get, a, if they get like, a spinoff where it's just those two characters, go for it. Uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, as long let's... as you get uh, Adrian Padalecki and more, like, you know, skinhead outfits. That'll help. <laughs> And Marvel Agents, Agent uh, Carter's done well. You know, that's coming back pretty soon. I'm sure you're excited. So. Yeah. Isn't that like, that's like two or three weeks. Yeah, along it's with, like a uh, week or two, the 21st. Along, uh, the Legends of DC, whatever whatever that's called. Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. I'm actually more interested in the second season of that, because I heard they they might bring in Constantine for that. Oh, really? It's awesome. I have to watch that. <laughs> I, I, would, I would be much happier if they dumped Hawkman and Hawkgirl. I brought in Constantine. Yes. Do it. Or, like, you know, maybe, like, Constantine and, like, Zantana or something. Right. Because who cares about Hawkman and Hawkgirl? Yes. So this was, uh, I had this in 4PC. It was earlier in the week, but I, I just honestly can't believe they're really doing this because this is dumb. Like, so Twitter is possibly considering upping the character limit, which... Okay, I'm fine if you want to go beyond 140, which is a hashtag they're trying to get out there. Um, you, okay, I think, like, 300 maybe is yeah. okay. 500, like, you know, 10,000 is a bit, like, nobody wants to read your freaking novel on Twitter. 10,000 is live journal. With yeah, like... What you might as your Facebook's little brother at that point? Like why? I think the whole point now obviously you're using text speak, which sometimes can be a little annoying to have to do. But the cool thing about Twitter is it makes you have to get to the point, not like yeah. Facebook where you can ramble on and on and on. So, uh, just, I don't see how this went past any kind of phase of somebody said, "Oh, this is a good idea." Because Twitter is still losing money, so they're scrambling to come up with anything to make them not lose money. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, what? Like, old people all of a sudden going to use Twitter because they can write more? I mean, I don't see how if you're not on Twitter now and you don't like Twitter, adding more words is not going to make you like Twitter more. It's, yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, so there was this big, like, backlash against uh, Idris Elba being named, possibly being named uh, Roland Deshaun or Deshane in the Dark Tower movie, uh, which would obviously affect the balance of, apparently there's like a lot of ra- racial overtones in that 
series, and it would affect it because it would basically, you know, flip-flop it. And a lot of people were just on, just going on and on about how they did not want the Sabbath, and this is bad, they don't care about the... Uh, they don't care about the series, like, they're they're going against whatever. Let me explain something to people. that This is why I don't read, like, when I read a book, after, after I've done this a couple of times where I read the book, and then I got upset about the movie, and I'm like, oh, it's just like, you know what? Just understand that they're two different concepts. Like, the book is one thing, and the movie is another. The movie is that director, and maybe possibly the the original author like trying to get as much as they can of the book in there, but it's going to be their own version of that, their story that they want to tell. Like it's not it's supposed to be the movie or the book on screen. At least for some of them, it's not. You know, and if they want to change things, as long as they, to me, as long as they get the spirit of what the book was about, like I don't. I don't want really to see the big deal because Iris Elba's an awesome actor. I just don't. It's just you know. like the Hollywood, or not Hollywood, but kind of like the latent racism in the public. Like when he was announced as Thor, people were like flipped out about that. Or not Thor, but uh, yeah, Nolan the Thor. Right. So like, who cares? Or like when he was announced, what when he was rumored to be Bond, it's like black guy can't be Bond. It's like. Well, if the black guy's a good actor, it shouldn't really matter. Shoot, I'd, I, if somebody announced that he was going to be Doctor Who tomorrow, I wouldn't care. Like, he's awesome. You know, like, shouldn't you want... I mean, him as Bond? Like, he would be fantastic as Bond. He already carries himself very much like... You know, and a lot of the movies or the shows that he's in, he would be perfect for that role if they, they got him. I just... I don't understand why... You know, who cares? I mean, it's Ugh. You know, and that's why he's, he says uh, the racist a-holes can go fuck themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, don't blame them, I guess, on that part. But, you know, this is what our generation has become sometimes. You know, you're not you're not putting a face to all the stuff you're writing on a keyboard, so they don't care. Um, and it's, it's just sad sometimes. Uh, I am kind of interested in this because... Uh, I got really interested in the Hatfield and McCoys thing that History Channel did. I've kind of fallen off on the Vikings show because it just uh, got too little. It's already on season four. It got to the point where it's just like, okay, this is too much. They're going to make a Knights Templar uh, series uh, called Knights. Is Ezio going to be in it? (laughs) It, You know, uh, Jeremy Renner is apparently involved uh, with guest starring and producing it. Um so, yeah, they're going to go back and look at the Crusades and all the other stuff. And uh, I mean, this is an interesting time in history, obviously. You know, obviously lots of stuff has been made because of that. Uh, are you sort of interested or no? No, not really, because that, that period of history has just been, like, mined to death at this point. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I'll watch it. I'm not gonna be like upset if it's not good or anything. Just yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's like between this and doing the Jesus stories, <laughs> we're uh, getting to the point where it's like, okay, we've we've seen enough. 
you don't have to do this again. There's only so many times you can retell the Jesus story. At some point, they all kind of blur in together. Next, next uh, one will be Idris Elba as Jesus. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, that'll be like where it, uh, where people just go, okay, we're jumping for the shark, I'm sure. Uh, Tales from the Crypt is coming back. Which, I feel like this is like the third time we've heard about Tales from the Crypt coming back. I swear I, we talked about this like last year or something. I would be interested in it if it wasn't done on M. Night Shyamalan and it wasn't on TNT. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to come with a two-hour block of horror stuff from TNT. Uh, both short and long-form storytelling. They're going to mix in stuff from the original movies and shows and comics and whatever. Um along with original stories, which I didn't mind Wayward Pines so much. I kind of like that show. So maybe M. Night Shyamalan can be okay. I don't know. Just I want to see if this takes off at all. I, I mean, I like horror and science fiction anthology shows, but the public does not. And there hasn't been a successful one of those since the original Tales from the Crypt in the early 90s. <laughs> yeah, and that was a different time, obviously, so... You know, eh, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm a big horror fan too, so I would be drawn to it. But uh, I think you know you have to temper expectations a bit. You know, uh, that that this is one of those things I think could play well, like on Netflix or something. Yeah, um, or, or a, you know, a network that can show adult situations. Yeah, like FX or like it doesn't need to you know be full of like boobs and swearing, but. Like, disturbing imagery or something like that would be nice. Yeah. even I mean, like, just what, what FX is able to do with, like, the American uh, Horror Story, that by itself uh, shows you that it can be done correctly. Yeah. Well, just, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But, you know, I, I think that they've done really good with that uh, over the years. I mean, some of them can get a little bit, you know, yeah, but... I really liked. I still need to go finish watching Hotel, but I've liked it so far, and um, a lot of them, I've liked what they do with it. So, you know, some of them have been great in the past, like when uh, what was that Showtime thing that they had, or it wasn't originally on? Was it? Oh, yeah, it was on Showtime, like the where they had all the different directors do matches one, of four. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that was okay. It like it was. Well, too... some of them were bad. Yeah, that was, that was the problem. It was too kind of hit or miss. Yeah, like some of them were really, really good, and some of them were terrible. Yeah. So. Like honestly, I would love it if like Tales from the Crypt came back, and it was done by like James Gunn, or like Michael Doherty. That'd be great. You know, someone yeah. who's on like a total ass. Because the original Tales from the Crypt had, uh, it was produced by, I think, Robert Zemeckis, for God's sakes. Oh, really? Yeah. And he directed an episode. And I think Spielberg directed an episode, too. Ah. And it's like, you think you're going to get Spielberg for this one? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of James Gunn, he wanted to get the now uh, sadly passed away David Bowie to show up for... Uh, Galaxy 2. Yeah. Were you a David Bowie fan at all? or? 
some of the songs are okay, but I just have no connection to them. Like, my connection to them is I like Life on Mars, the British TV show, and I like that one song from Amplitude he, he was in, or he did. <laughs> Which is... Uh, I think everybody says hi. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. like, you know, obviously just uh, from... Uh, from having his music in Rock Band, which is how I got acquainted with a lot of different music. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I kind of went on and I have some of his albums or whatever, and it's, he, you know, you can trace him back to so many different genres and everything, how important he is. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's like losing one of the legends, like when, you know, Lemmy went down too, it's just, it's sad. Uh, I mean, he, he would have he would have fit he fits right in with that whole Guardians of the Galaxy all that stuff. So that yeah, would have been still, cool to see him. You can still see him in Omicron, the Nomad Soul, on the Dreamcast and PC. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, going going way back to that huh? Dreamcast. Uh, but all right, I think we kind of hit everything. Um, thank you for everybody that listened today. Uh, we will be uh, if. There's a lot for some. If some reason stuff breaks between Tuesday and Thursday, something ridiculous, maybe we'll be back uh, later this week or something. It's all on your schedule, not mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all. <laughs> Hopefully, my schedule slows down a little bit here, but once all that football crap goes away. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Once all the football stuff goes away, I won't have that much uh, to do. But yeah, until. Uh, Next week, everybody enjoy your... There is, uh, like we mentioned, the Assassin's Creed India games coming out. Uh, Banner Saga for PS4 and Xbox One. Gone Home, Xbox One, and PS4 both come in. I'd be interested in either one of those. Um, uh, I never got to play Banner Saga. And... I mean, Banner Saga's cool. Gone Home is pretty short. Like, if you just want to play it, you can play on my account, really. Yeah. And there's a hero, the Heroes Reborn game. Is uh, coming out. Heroes Are Born Gemini. I'm sure so, that'll be a winner. If uh, you know, if you're all about that, Heroes Are Born. Oh, that Tharsis that. game is coming out too, huh? Yeah, that Tharsis game, and yeah, and then uh, the the Ark the Lad Twilight of Spirits PS2 game is coming yeah, as well. Adam offered me Tharsis, and I. I'll see what the other reviews say about that one first before I dive what, what into it. What is it anyway? It looks like a, it looks like almost like a strategy FTL. Ah, okay. Which might be cool, but you never know with those things. Yes, they they either like really good like FTL or they aren't. They're not. <laughs> so, but yeah, all right. Um, you know, you can uh, go go uh, subscribe to us on on iTunes and Stitcher and all the other places. Uh, rate and review if you enjoy what you hear here. Uh, you can uh, go uh, subscribe to the rest of the WTM network that now includes uh, Randy's uh, backlog busting project, which is them basically reviewing old games. Um, you can also find that on 401 as well. We'll have the 401 Game Awards, the top 10 out. I'm trying to aim it for Wednesday. Uh, the top five should be out. Uh, on Tuesday morning now because they apparently had a ton of stuff for Monday so he was like alright we don't need this right now 
and Mark gave a list along with John with the top five, uh, basically the top five games of the year that like weren't on our final top ten list, <laughs> and yeah, then Mark had, uh, did you finally, did you get that eight ball in there? Or? Yeah, I, I submitted that last night, actually, it was top, it's top eight emulators, so that should be uh, fun. Yeah, we uh, that should be interesting. Have you gotten to read your? Have you had comments on there or not? No, I mean no. I submitted it last night. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it should be interesting to see what the response is to that. I'm sure there will be a lot of people just <laughs> complaining about the whole. Why are we talking about this thing? Um, hey, it is legal. It, it is relevant to games. So and then yeah, they are illegal. The emulators are not illegal. It's it's the whole. What you do with the ROMs, that's the legal part. But, uh, yeah, so go check all that stuff out on Fallen 1. Uh, yeah, go check out. I mean, there's been other podcasts that I joined the network to, another wrestling podcast, and another one that I do the producing for, which is like a retro review wrestling podcast. So, yeah, and we'll be doing our uh, football one later today, if you're listening, like within Monday, if not. On, on Tuesday or Wednesday, doing the national championship post game for that and all the wild card games and whatever. So, and talking more about the coaching changes. So, all right, everybody. Uh, see you later. Later.